feel like we need to have a system for starting. I mean, every time we could just go through this thing. While we're of how do, it, we like, start, how do we start? And then it just sort of <laughs> and happens. Then it just starts. That could become like our, our thing that we do. Yeah. I don't know if it's funny, but we could do it. All righty. Well, so, uh, welcome back. Welcome back to Talkie Talkie. This is Fiona. This is Taylor. And this is our podcast called Talkie Talkie. And today we're talking, we're going to be talking um, about the 1977 animated masterpiece, The Hobbit. Mm-hmm. Uh, but before then, we wanted to introduce a new segment <laughs> we're doing yeah. called uh, What's Been Going On For Us Recently. That's a really <laughs> good title for the segment. Um, so, yeah. Taylor, what's been going on with you recently? Well, I wanted to give some updates because, as you know, we talked about last week, I've been watching a lot of figure skating. and I hadn't heard. No, no, <laughs> yeah. Um, I have been, and it's... Believe it or not, still going on. That's crazy. Um, by the time this airs, it will not be going on anymore. So none of what I'm about to talk about will be relevant. Yeah. But I don't care. Right. It's relevant so to you. It's relevant to me right now. And if they want to get to know you. Exactly. This podcast is a snapshot of my life <laughs> in this current moment. Yeah. And this is what's going on in my life in this current moment. And that's the name of the segment. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, well, first of all, I gave some more thought to um, what song I would skate to. Oh, yeah, I was thinking I about still that. don't know that I've come up with a perfect answer, but I thought um, so my favorite my favorite singer-songwriter, Mr. Sufjan Stevens, has this one song called Impossible Soul, which is mm. um, a cool 25 minutes long. <laughs> Jesus Christ. And I would love to skate to the entire 25 minutes of it. Um, that's obviously not allowed, but yeah, I think they would let me if I asked. And you'd probably get tired, I feel like. I would be fine. Okay. I would be all right. Yeah. I could do it. Um, But there would be like at minimum like five costume changes because there's a bunch (laughs) of different sections of the song. Obviously, I would have to have a different sort of costume for each section. Right. There's like a little dance break in the middle. I would definitely. perfect for skating. You know, it would, I think it would change the world. Um, And then I just want to go over some more. um, I've watched, I think, three events (laughs) since. The, the last episode, so I have a hefty list of metaphors oh, yes, to read yes, through yes. real quick. Can we do, maybe I can do like a rating. Can oh, yeah. Do like a rating system. That would be fun. Yeah. Um, maybe out of seven. Sure. That's my favorite number. Really? Mm-hmm. Me too. I love seven. I love seven. <gasps> I love 12. 12 um, is a good one. Yeah. Those are some of my favorites. Seven is great. Seven is my absolute favorite number. Um, That's so beautiful. Yeah. So, okay. Uh, well, classic. Actually, oh. Sorry. My second favorite number is 21, which is 12 That's, backwards. That is. Wow, look at that. So Okay, so so metaphors and similes, I suppose. Mm-hmm. Um, so first of all, classic, the train went off the tracks. That's, I mean, it's a classic. banger. Yeah. It's pretty good, but it's not. I feel like there's some that have more pizzazz. I'm yeah. giving that five out of seven. Yeah, five out of seven. Okay. Um, so, and then most of these were from Johnny, by the way. He's mm-hmm. the kind of Mr. Metaphors. Mm-hmm. Um, but he said at one point, if you're able to spin in both directions, it's like being able to write with both your right and left hand. Oh. Which... I 
I guess. Fair enough. A lot of these metaphors, I don't think there's much science behind that them. Seems... I think he sort of just makes things up. Yeah, I'm giving that two out of seven. Okay, yeah, it wasn't my favorite. Um, don't remember what he was referring to, but he said it's like a watch battery trying to power a stadium. Six out of seven. Yeah. I like that one. Okay. Oh, my God. Okay, this one was one of the most confusing. I don't remember. I think Tara might have said this, but she just said, it's like listening to a Bruno Mars song. <laughs> I think, yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I guess maybe she was referring to like maybe they had a lot of energy or I something. I really like that. But I like. Yeah. I think that's another six out of seven. It was I a think pretty good one. There's something special going on there. Okay, and then now we're getting into some of the ones that just, just are incomprehensible. Good. Um. So okay, I'm gonna read you word for word pretty much what he said. It's like she's behind an office desk, but she needs to have a swivel chair moment. <laughs> Does that make sense to you? Well, I mean, in a lot of ways, we're behind an office desk. Yeah, we right are now, in swivel chairs. And we're both sitting in swivel chairs. So if we had a swivel chair moment. Right, we would just sort of spin We would be spinning around. around. And that always, I imagine I guess maybe you're at an office. It's kind of boring. Um, All right. Five out of seven. Yeah. All right. Oh, this one was so mean. Um, One of them said, she's a commercial break between must-see TV and I was like, that is so mean. That is and nasty. And then Terry, Terry jumps in with, I was an announcer when you two were both skating and you were never commercial breaks. Aww. And I was like, I w- this was at like five in the morning and I almost started crying because <laughs> I was like, that is so nice. That is really nice. Especially after the other two, they were being so nasty. Yeah. And then Terry was like, you guys were never. I'm like, what that a is good man. So they don't nice. deserve him. There's a lot of that. A lot of the other two being mean, and then Terry just jumping in with something so nice. Like one of the at one of the, um, I have this written down later because it's not a metaphor, but mm-hmm. like Johnny said something mean, and then Terry Terry just jumps in with, and she just had a birthday recently. Oh, like, thank Terry. You, Terry. <laughs> yeah, I'm giving so the nice. nasty one one out of seven. Yeah, I did it was not so mean. That. Terry's comment though, that's seven. Yeah, out of Terry's seven. seven out of seven. And then Johnny said at one point, he said, um, like, referring to whenever he watches this skater, he always takes, he always, like, has similar things to say, similar, like, notes to, mm-hmm. I don't know, bring up or whatever. And he says, cashmere dreams is a note I've written down many times. I'm like, not sure why you've written that down many times, seeing as it doesn't make any sense. Yeah. <laughs> but apparently he's written it down interesting many times i'm not i'm not rating that one no i don't i don't know how i could possibly begin to give that a rating nor can i um her jumps have a beyonce element to zero them. out of seven don't care and then this one was on this morning um i haven't finished watching the event that was on today yet but i actually like had to sigh out loud when they said <laughs> this like i almost put my head in my hands they said this team is like a souffle worth waiting for. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Do you understand what that means? Um, I don't really even know what a souffle is. I don't really think I do either. Do you have to usually wait for them? Like, do they take a long time to cook is or something? Is a souffle, like, I'm thinking about High School Musical. Yeah. When that kid no, that's, wants to uh, bake. creme brulee. Creme brulee. Yeah. Yeah, so I don't know what a souffle is. I don't really either. Um, I don't But really maybe care. if we imagine... A dessert that we do know what it is. Right. Is it a dessert? That's what I thought, but maybe it's not. I think I'm thinking of a quiche, because that's... Yeah, quiche. Like, I don't know why I'm thinking souffle. of that. Souffle might be an eggy thing, like quiche. I don't, I don't really like eggs. Either way, what would you rank that metaphor? 
three out of seven. Okay. If so, I understood it, it might be more. I don't think we had a single seven out of seven. Other which than is, Terry. Yeah, saying, but that wasn't a metaphor. Yeah. Well, I guess it sort of I mean, of was. he sort of was extending yeah. the earlier metaphor. So congratulations, Terry. Good work, Terry. Love you. Um, and then just really quickly, some other stupid things that they said. Mm-hmm. These are not metaphors, but... I think they're worth mentioning. Um, something to follow along with in the technical score box is the technical score. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah, so uh, true. <laughs> similarly, the judges judge the element. The, they say that what? a lot. Someone needs to say it's, it. Yeah, I wouldn't <laughs> understand. I might be confused it. if they didn't. And then this was one of my favorite moments of the entire sort of experience was Johnny and Tara are arguing about like the artistic, mm-hmm. like the artistry of this girl and she's skating to a song from the movie a star is born right oh yeah so they're sort of arguing back and forth about that Mm -hmm. terry jumps in with great movie (laughs) and then stops talking (laughs) i love you terry (laughs) he's right it is a pretty good movie i haven't seen it but i believe him you'd like it i might um i just really liked that yeah uh, that, those are sort of That's all awesome. my Terry is so relatable Yeah, I just think he's so funny I love um, I love knowing that he was commentating On figure skating way back when Johnny and yeah, Tara were skating he was. He's been in the game That's for amazing. a while Go Terry he ha- Yeah. Again despite never I don't think like Having, having anything really to do with yeah, figure skating That's awesome And still not knowing the word record World record No he doesn't know that Congrats word Congrats to him no, Just yeah. proves that you can do anything that you want, right. basically. If you set your mind to if it. If you're sort of a nice guy. If you have guy. a good attitude. Yeah. Because right. he does. He has a great attitude. He has a great attitude. Yeah, that's sort of, a, that's sort of what's been going on what with me. What are we me. calling this segment? Um, I don't remember. We had a fun name so for it. Going what's going on in our lives? What's going on in my life right now? Yeah. I have three bullet points. Okay, great. Um, the first one is Frog Couple, oh. which I don't think I've told you about no. this. <laughs> but I did. No. Uh, over the weekend, my mom and I went to Joanne's. Okay. And I wanted, I was feeling like I wanted to do like a old-timey Valentine's Day craft, like when you're in second grade and you make valentines for everyone in your class mm-hmm. and like glue Put stuff together and stuff and yeah, yeah exactly and i was missing that um and so i was hoping joanne's would have like a kit of some sort of valentine's day kit mm. they didn't really because the thing about joanne's is that they sell out all the holiday stuff like months in advance gotcha but in the cross stitch section they did have a kit called frog couple wow uh and it's acrylic yarn and this sort of weird plastic grid and it's a picture of two frogs, presumably on a date. <laughs> wow. Um, and I'm going to, unfortunately for the listeners, you can't yeah. see it, but I'm about to show Taylor a picture of frog couple. <gasps> oh my God. Yeah. So they're really great. They're, wow. I love their outfits. Yep. They're wearing, one frog is wearing a little vest and like some kind of capris and the other frog is wearing a nice sundress and they're both wearing hats. Um, and so I've been working on this pretty obsessively for the last week. It's going really well. Not wow. done yet. It's 14 by 17 inches. That's quite large. Which is enormous. Yeah, that's quite big. Uh, but I, I keep going, and it's going well. That's my first update. My second update is that yesterday, uh, when I was walking from eating breakfast to class, Taylor knows this, I saw two puppies. Mm-hmm. And so that was awesome. I saw, I think it might have, I, I saw another puppy later in the day yeah, after we had parted. I saw four more dogs. Really? Because I went on it a walk, a and I was like, day. I need to see you. I bet there are so many nice dogs yeah. around. Oh, yeah. And it worked out for me. A I beautiful day for dogs. And for me, I was really happy yeah, to be outside yeah. yesterday. Um, and then my final update is that I watched a movie last night. No way. Um, <laughs> and um, it was really good. Mm-hmm. I really enjoyed it. Uh, 
sometimes I think of things and I'm like, this is going to be so funny. And okay. then it comes to the point is where I joke? have to say it. Okay. And it's like, I don't know if this is funny. Okay. Um, it was. <laughs> I bet it'll be funny. <laughs> this is the worst. My worst personality trait is when I think of things that are funny and then I can't say them <laughs> because I'm laughing. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Been there. <laughs> I watched a movie last night. Mm-hmm. <laughs> called um howell's movie castle wow <laughs> and it's uh i don't know if you've seen it i haven't i'm about, familiar with uh, it sort of I, I think you might be familiar with Howl, howell's, howell's moving castle. yes you're right i am sorry uh, what i watched was howell's movie castle right and it's about sort of a flamboyant wizard who lives in a castle that has a built-in movie theater Wow. He has all kinds of DVDs and stuff. Was it good? It was awesome. Loved That's it. amazing. <laughs> that sounds really good. Yeah. I thought it was pretty good. It sounds pretty good. Um, really enjoyed it. Can't recommend it enough. And actually, there's kind of a segue here. Sure. Uh, as I mentioned earlier, today we were talking about the 1977 animated classic, The Hobbit. Correct. Uh, which is from Rankin and Bass, which is the same company that made the like Claymation Rudolph movie. Oh, but I was doing a little bit of research beforehand, and it turns out that it was animated by these people called Topcraft, who were the precursor to Studio Ghibli, Ghibli. <laughs> <laughs> who made um, Howl's Movie Castle. They also made, I knew they made Howl's Movie Castle. They also they made, also Howl's, made movie Howl's Movie Castle. Wow, there's yeah. so no, I mean, not many people talented. know about Howl's Movie Castle, because sure. they just think it's the same thing sure. as Howl's Movie Castle. Not. It's completely different. It's different. It's an entirely different movie. Uh, yeah, so if you're listening, I recommend you watch it. Yeah. It's pretty good. I also recommend you watch the 1977 animated film, The Hobbit. Yeah, so you liked it. I loved it. That's so exciting. I had never seen it. Um, I've never seen any of the Lord of the Rings films. I think I saw one of the Hobbit films. Uh -huh, not the animated live, one, one of the yeah. other ones. Um, at a birthday party once, but uh -huh. I did not pay attention. I was playing Pokemon on my Nintendo uh -huh. DS in the corner <laughs> yeah, instead naturally. the entire time. Yeah, um, and so you are not, I mean, you were not prior to last night what someone would call a hobbit head. Correct, yeah, uh, I wouldn't, but I, wouldn't say I so. certainly am a hobbit yes, head. Yes, I know have this been, about you. Uh, for, I think, the majority of my life. Yeah. Um, and so this is going to be kind of fun because it's almost like the game we played in the first episode, Riverdale Roulette, because I didn't rewatch Animated Hobbit, and probably the last time I saw it was, actually I know for a fact it was three years ago, um, and since then, I've seen the live-action Hobbit movies, read Hobbit book, and listened to the Hobbit audiobook all multiple times. Sure. And so my memory of the animated one is a little, okay, a little good. fuzzy. So That's this will exciting. be fun. That's good because I've I've taken some notes. Um, what you know, while I was watching the film. Yeah, yeah. There aren't really in any particular. I didn't really organize them in any way. I just sort of like you. I think you did with Riverdale, just sort Went of chronological yeah, I as fine. I was thinking of things. I wrote them down. Um, Another thing I should mention before is that I watched this film on 123 Movies. The audio quality of the stream I was watching <laughs> left some things to be desired. Yeah, I could yeah. only make out some of the words. <laughs> and there were that no fun, closed right? captions. Yeah. So uh, some of the things they said, and I wrote down a lot of quotes. I wrote down uh, quite a large number of quotes. Um, and I don't know for sure that any of them are right. That's awesome. I think that's great. So, yeah. Yeah. I guess I'll just let's just dive in. into it. Okay. So first of all, my first sort of question is: This the plot of like the other, like the real Hobbit movie? Like the this is the same plot? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So because yes. it's kind of bananas. Yeah. It is. Hobbit is bananas. Okay. <laughs> Hobbit is bananas. Yeah. Um, yes. Yeah, so this follows pretty closely. Okay. In fact, there are things. 
some crazy things that it leaves out. Oh. Uh, if I remember correctly, that there just wasn't space for that are in the book that didn't make it into this movie. Okay. Um, that's crazy. Yeah. I feel like I should probably see the other one now. Although this one was so good, I don't know. Yeah. Well, we can talk about the live, uh, live action ones later. Okay. Would love to. Um, and then I wrote this one down at the beginning. I think I might have misheard it because mm-hmm. I think later in the movie they said he lives in Hobbiton. Yep. I heard it as he just lived in a town called Hobbit. <laughs> and I had written down the Hobbit lives in a town called Hobbit. Yeah. Um, um, I mean, in a lot of ways, that, yeah, he lives in Hobbit. He lives in Hobbit. <laughs> yeah, the uh, the real name is Hobbiton. Yeah. Um, and the name of the entire zone in which the hobbits live is the Shire. Right. Correct. Yep. Yes, I did vaguely know that. Um, I liked the quote right at the beginning where he said, not a nasty, dirty, wet hole or mm-hmm. a dry, bare, sandy hole. Yeah. I like that. So he sort of went through some of the different types yeah, of holes there that's are. straight from the book. That's really? like the first line of the oh. book. And in my youth, I did like memorize the whole first paragraph yeah. of The Hobbit. I don't know it anymore, but that... In a hole in the ground, there lived a hobbit. Yeah. And then it goes into all the different kinds of holes. Lots of different kinds of holes. And it's really, it's fun. Yeah. Um, and then he, he walks over to his wall. I'm also, I didn't write a plot summary like you did with Riverdale. I just sort of wrote down points. So yeah. I guess I'll try to fill in yeah, and some I can, of the I plot fill in. while we're going. Um, he, I think, wakes up and he walks over and he takes a pipe off the wall. Yes. I thought at first they were guns. Oh my God. I thought he had a bunch of rifles in his house. And yeah. he was just taking one down to... That would be a very different Different film story. Yes, certainly. Uh, Bilbo Baggins, who is of course the titular Hobbit, is not really a uh, gunslinger. No, I would (laughs) I would say very far from it. Um, But I was confused for a moment. I was like, oh, this is not the kind of film I thought I was getting into, (laughs) Um, and it it wasn't. But um, I liked the way the wizard appeared. Yes, he just sort of appeared. Now, do you know? (laughs) And he was there. Do you know his name? His name is Gandalf. Yes, well done. Thank you. Yeah, one of the most famous wizards. I would agree. Yeah, definitely. Um, And then the way he just sort of yells. I'm gonna inter. I'm gonna reenact one of my favorite moments. Okay. Yeah. Wonderful. the The wizard goes, Bilbo Baggins, (laughs) and then Bilbo Baggins goes, Uh, yes. That was one of yeah, those. This yeah. everything I've just explained were like the first thirty seconds of the film, and it like literally set me off on such a fantastic ride. It's I was so excited. Literally, so much fun. It was so. Fun. It's like it's such a good. It's just so good. I just love Bilbo. Ba- like a wizard appears outside of his house in like a burst of lightning, yeah. and then exclaims his name, <laughs> and he's just like, yeah. Uh, "Yeah, what can I do for you?" Yeah, it's really that's fun. One of the the great things about uh, Hobbit, and I will continue to drop <laughs> the the there. I don't like saying the Hobbit. The, the Hobbit, Hobbit, yeah, uh, is that Bilbo's just kind of a guy, and then he sort of like things happen to him, and he's like, oh. Well, yeah, I'm okay. Definitely. We'll see. Those are some of the best kinds of characters. The ones who things sort of happen to them and they're just sort of like, well, okay. I guess I'll do do what I can. Yeah. I feel like that's kind of how I am in my life. I feel like things happen to me and I'm just sort of like, well, all right. And you know what? He does a great job. Yeah. He he gets the job done. Oh, for sure. Um, Just a quick quick thing here is that the voice of Bilbo Baggins, uh, this is a fact that is specifically exciting to me and probably to... Not any of our other listeners. Sure, that's fine. Uh, except for my mom. <laughs> that's fine. Um, the is Orson Bean does the voice of Bilbo Baggins. Great name. And he plays uh, Lauren Bray, 
in my favorite TV show, Dr. Quinn, Medicine Woman. Wow. Uh, so that's Have that's we just a mentioned fun Dr. Fact. Quinn, Medicine Woman in every single episode I think so we far. might have. It's really, it's been on my mind a lot. Probably <laughs> including the one that we scrapped. The one that we scrapped. I definitely talked about it there. Yeah. I don't know if we did it last time. We definitely did on Riverdale Roulette, though. Yeah, because of Yeah, sheriffs. we might not have mentioned yeah. it last time. Um, we'll, we'll probably have to do an episode about that at some oh, point. Oh, definitely. I would love to see um, it. But Lauren Bray, one of the great characters of Dr. Quinn, Medicine Woman, and hearing his voice as Bilbo Baggins is just a delight. I really did like his voice. A lot of Great the voice, voice acting in this film was so phenomenal. Good. Fabulous. Um, really good stuff. Mm-hmm. We'll get into some some more of that later, but it was really great. Um, this is one of the first quotes that I, I'm i thinking I might have misheard just yeah, based yeah. on how much sense it doesn't make. Oh. <laughs> but I, it also could be correct. Um, so Gandalf and Bilbo are talking for a little while. And Gandalf says what I think is... I am Gandalf, and Gandalf means me. Yep, that's, that's, that's that correct. is what he said. Yep. All mm-hmm. right. Yeah, and so it's sort of. <laughs> I mean, I guess it's there's true. a lot of kind of nonsense. Yeah. Um, in it, which is, I imagine you're at least a little familiar with Lord of the Rings. At least like, there's swords, sure, and fighting in battles. Yes. Um, and so Hobbit is very different from that, because it's just sort of fun and pranky. Yeah. And so I, I think it can be a little okay. surprising and and delightful to find. Oh, delightful is the first word yeah. that came to my mind after I finished watching it. Yeah. I was like, that was an absolute delight. It's just delight. all about fun. Okay. Well, good. Um, I'm yeah. glad that is Gandalf what he actually said because I loved that. Yeah. I am Gandalf and Gandalf means me. One of the great Not characters. Gandalf is me. Like Gandalf no. means And I mean, that's me. true. If someone says to you, Taylor, you're like, oh, that means me. Right. Um, all right, let's see. Let's continue. Oh, another question. So is is King under the mountain? Mm-hmm. Is that his name or is that a description of sort of where he resides? Yeah. So um, for our listeners, what happens is Gandalf arrives at Bilbo's doorstep. Yes, sorry. And I've he already basically forgotten says, to um, summarize. Excuse me, fine sir, would you like to go on an adventure? Right. And Bilbo's like, <laughs> not really. Yeah. Uh, but Gandalf doesn't really give him a choice. And then all these dwarves start showing up at Bilbo's house. That was another fun part. Um, yeah. And one of them is Thorin Oakenshield. So that's his name. Okay. And he is the son of the king under the mountain. Okay. Who is the king of the dwarves. Okay. Who's since passed away, I believe. Rest in peace. Uh, and of course, since they're dwarves, they're mining. They live under the mountain. Right. So if you're the king of the dwarves, you're going to okay. be the king under so the king, mountain. So king, I've written king under the mountain, all one word. That Amazing. is not <laughs> his name. That's not no. his legal Christian no, name. No, it's not. But... Um, Perhaps if you encountered him in a formal setting, yeah. you might say, King under greetings, the Thorin, King Under the Mountain. Okay. Uh, okay. You have my sword or something. Great. I liked, I, I understand also that I think part of the reason they brought Bilbo along on this grand journey is because he's good at thievery and burgling. But I enjoyed, at first it sort of seemed like they were just bringing him so there wouldn't be 13 of them. Because yeah. Because that's unlucky. Well, truthfully yeah it's more of the second one. is it okay because yeah, bilbo's not a burglar like oh. that is not his profession oh he basically for a living hangs out um god i wish and that so were me. my understanding is that gandalf sort of knows he associates with the hobbits a lot okay and he okay. knows um bilbo's family hobbits are known for not going on adventures but bilbo has a some ancestry of hobbits who did go on adventures and okay. gandalf thinks he needs to like go back to his roots and do some adventuring. Sure. Uh, and so he brings Bilbo along, and Thorin mostly wants Bilbo to come because of the unlucky number situation. Yeah, he doesn't want there to be 13 yeah. of them. Yeah. Okay. 
I like that. I mean, that's a good reason yeah, to do I mean, something. If you're you're going on an adventure to save your home right. and get rid of a mean, nasty dragon, right. which is what they're doing in Recover Your Lost Gold, you want to set yourself up for success. Right. And having 13 people, that's not that's not success. No. That's unlucky. Exactly. Um, okay, here I've written, I don't like how detailed Bilbo's hands are, but I yes. do like his big, beautiful eyes. Yes, the hands are, like, disturbing. Yes. Like, the way that they look is, like... A little bit scary. Just profoundly upsetting. <laughs> yeah. Um, but his he does have big, beautiful his eyes. big, beautiful eyes. Um, which reminds me, this is a total sidetrack. Okay, that's fine. Uh, but I know you're sort of a fan of Taylor Swift. Yeah, unfortunately. Uh, yeah, and not, like, in the way where you're, like tweeting Taylor Swift no 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 fan my thing about like, her is I enjoy her music I do not give a shit about her yeah, as a person right. um except when it's funny right um so apparent I'm a Jake Gyllenhaal fan oh wow um and so a lot of times I'll, I'll see Jake Gyllenhaal slander sure on the timeline because I guess he Taylor Swift song about Jake Gyllenhaal yeah yeah and it just the all these thing. people are so mean about poor little Jake mm. um and they're like because apparently Taylor Swift is engaged. None of my business. To some guy I've never heard of. Yeah, some Not British even a guy. Celebrity. Some British guy. Um, and everyone's like, uh, uh, I bet Jake Gyllenhaal is so sad right now. And it's like, he doesn't even care. Yeah, he's probably fine. And I'm thinking about Jake Gyllenhaal because I was trying to write a tweet about this earlier. And then I decided not to do it because I didn't want, like, scary Taylor Swift yeah. fans to, um, like, attack me. Yeah. Because I feel like that could That's happen. That's really a good call. But my thing about Jake Gyllenhaal was going to be about his, like, weird big eyes that are, like, sunken into his skull. Mm. And when you said big eyes about Bilbo Baggins, yeah. I was reminded of that. Yeah. And that's a compliment, by the way. I think Jake Gyllenhaal's big sunken eyes are nice. Nice. So Yeah. Another track. funny thing about the whole Taylor Swift, Jake Gyllenhaal thing that I think is hilarious. Um, she, she, she wrote, like, a whole album about him mm-hmm. after they broke up, like... And this, like, this year she re-released it yeah. and she released, like, a whole literally 10-minute version of one of the songs that she wrote about him. Which, you know, based on all of that, you'd think, wow, they must have dated for, like, many years and had yeah. a really nasty breakup. To my understanding, they dated for about three months. <laughs> and the other thing is, like, he clearly doesn't care. Yeah. <laughs> like, I don't, it just seems really, I know it's, like... We shouldn't be making fun of Taylor Swift for writing songs about all her ex-boyfriends. But on the other hand... On the other hand, it's a little cringe. It's a little cringe. Just the (laughs) fact that, like, like, the song is so dramatic. And the music video she made for it, like, 14-minute long music video, like going through all of the stages of That's their so relationship weird. and the breakup it's and then like weird like three months is it was it really if worth he's, if jake is thinking about it at all it's to be like why why What's is she still on? like why does thinking she about this care? and doing very long songs about it i know please move on yeah anyway <laughs> yeah and before any taylor swift fans come after me i am a swifty in many ways yeah i, yeah. I do consider myself a taylor swift fan Regret as regrettably yeah. as that is. As I mean, I like, as that is. Um, I like some of the older, sure, more like a little bit more country, country style songs. I think those are fun. I did, I mean, in 10th grade, who didn't have a big Taylor Swift blank space face? Who didn't? Who blank literally space? who didn't? Yeah, that's um, fun. It's got to happen. You got to mm-hmm. admit it. But unlike her, I'm willing to move on. <laughs> <laughs> um, yes, yeah, so back to Hobbit. Yeah, back to Hobbit. <laughs> Another quote I really liked was there, there are, you know, they've, they've, 
well, first of all, I didn't even write this down, but I just remembered mm-hmm. it. I love the part where all the dwarves are in Bilbo's house singing about how, yes. like, they want to destroy his house. <laughs> yes. And they're like, these are the things that Bilbo Baggins hates. Yes. And he's just sitting there he's like, like why the- is this happening to me? What did I do to deserve this? But of course, they don't break any of the plates no, no, or no. do any of the bad things they're describing. Right. They just, like, nice taunt guests. him with, like, what if we did these yeah. things to your house? I think the songs are just... Oh, my God. I'm going to get into that They're so later. good. What's your favorite song from the film? Down, Down to Goblin Yeah, Town. that is mine as well. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's so, so good. good. Um, but okay, I do, good. I like the one about the plates. Yeah, I That's really like that. I like the part later in the film where he has a nightmare about that. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> he, he like returns to that. It's like, oh my God. <laughs> that was funny too. Okay, so now they've started, you know, to embark on their magnificent journey. Right. Bilbo and I agrees liked, to join them. Um, yeah, and Bilbo, I think he's talking to one of the other elves or dwarves or whatever the fuck they are. Um, and he says, how did Gandalf get ahead of us? And the dwarf or elf or whatever that he's talking to says, he comes and goes as he pleases. He really, that's like one of Gandalf's main personality traits. He comes and he's goes He's popping will, in and yeah. then he's going to pop out. Yeah. He's that got was another, other things to do. That was, I, I, I have, since these notes are in chronological order, this will come up again later. But since we're on the topic, yeah. I'll talk about it now. I feel like some of my, okay, so some of my, I have some questions about Gandalf's sort of. Yeah, for sure. Uh, motivations here. Yeah. He. So he 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 leaves the the dwarves and elves and hobbits, mm-hmm. just the gang. Just I'm just gonna dwarves. call them the There's gang. There's no elves okay. in the gang. Okay, there are elves later. There though. are elves in the movie, but they're not okay. friendly. Yeah, no, no, no. They have crazy accents though. Do they? Yes. I don't remember. That. I don't know what accent it is. It's like Swedish <laughs> or something. Maybe it was crazy. Um, but so he, you know, he comes and goes at will. Mm-hmm. But every like 15 minutes, it seems he has to come back and save the dwarves oh, from yeah. certain yeah. death. So why does he even bother leaving? Um, like, why doesn't he just sort of hang out? Yeah, so I think the thing about Gandalf is, and it's just a little of Tolkien background for okay, some context, okay. is he wrote The Hobbit, I'm sorry, Hobbit, uh, first, before Lord of the Rings. Um, and he sort of, he wrote it, like, for his kids to read. Like, he didn't have any idea of getting it published. And he also had invented this whole world of Middle-earth and, like, all this mythology of the history of the world. Uh, and Gandalf plays an important role in all that. There's, like, only five wizards or something. Oh, wow. And he's one of them. Sure. And they're sort of, like, it's complicated and I don't really understand it. That's but they're, fine. like, from a different zone. Okay. And they've come to Middle-earth to sort of be wardens of the world, if you will. Um, and so in in Hobbit, Gandalf has, like, some other important things to take care of that later. So Lord of the Rings got published because Tolkien's publishers were like, can you write more of this Hobbit stuff? Because it's pretty good. And Tolkien sent them the Silmarillion, which is like his mythology history thing of the world. And they were like, no, this like we don't want this. Yeah. We want Hobbits. We want Hobbits. Um, which is why he started writing The Lord of the Rings. And then he, um, because of like the tone difference in Lord of the Rings and stuff and some of the details, because Frodo, don't know if you know this, Frodo's the main character in Lord of the Rings. Right, okay. And he is Bilbo Baggins' nephew. Oh, is he? Yeah. Interesting. So Bilbo is in Lord of the Rings, and of course, the titular ring. Yeah. Uh, we do come across that in yeah. The Hobbit. Yes. But af- once Tolkien wrote Lord of the Rings, he had to go back and change some of the things in The Hobbit to line up with um, what was going on in Lord of the Rings. Mm-hmm. But I think with Gandalf, it's we're supposed to believe that he's dealing with some of the bad Things that are arising in Middle Earth, gotcha. uh, which come up in Lord of the Rings, and okay. that's why he has to. He's, okay. he's a busy man. He is. Yeah, I really like the part later on when he's like 
you know, he's like, I know, listen, guys, like, I get it. I know that this is a mission that I have sent you on, <laughs> but like, I have a meeting to go to. I stuff to do right I now. I have a meeting to go to. <laughs> yeah. You're going to have to handle the rest of yeah. this on your own. But please, God, please take detailed notes of everything you do <laughs> so that when I return from my meeting, I can go through them and tell you everything you did yeah. wrong. Okay. Yeah. Bye. Right. Exactly. Loved that part. Gandalf, I'm, big, I'm a big Gandalf fan. He's great because he's sort of like the grown up. Yeah. And he's like taking care of them. And he's like, you guys got to learn to be, do some of this yeah. shit on yourself. Oh, and then when he, when they like, you know, they beg him not to leave because they're like, Mr. Gandalf, Mr. please, Gandalf, you have to no. save us from dying <laughs> yeah. every 20 yeah. minutes. Why would you leave us? And he says, I think this is, this is word for word. I'm already late because of bothering with you people. <laughs> Gandalf, you brought them all together to go on this mission. Yeah. But you know what? They're causing him trouble. They, <laughs> they I mean, have they to are. get their shit together. They definitely were causing him trouble. Um, yeah, Gandalf is fun. It's I fun like. Dynamic. I literally. At, uh, I have a note in here somewhere that says I don't think these guys could get captured more often if they tried. Yeah. No. There's it definitely feels a lot like of about every 15 minutes on. they get yeah, captured sure. by a spider or a goblin yeah. or something. So trolls. Like I get. I get. I understand Gandalf's sort of frustrations. Yeah. Like come on, guys. Yeah. And Thorin is supposed to be like. I've been listening to the audiobook a little bit in preparation for this, mm-hmm. and Thorin is like over a hundred years old. Wow! Because he's like talking to Bilbo about how his eyesight is fading, and he's yeah. like, "Well, when I was a hundred, I could see really clearly." It's like you're a grown up. Oh my god! Um, so also, Bilbo is fifty years old. Wow! I don't know if you know that? Yeah, he's know, a he's that. a middle aged hobbit. Wow. Okay. Um, I liked when someone told Bilbo to think of good things and he says eggs and bacon a good full pipe my garden <laughs> at twilight cakes yes yeah I mean like, that's it man that's like kind of all it's about that's great um I liked every time they said like burgle like burgling as a yes, verb I think that's like, really fun. burglar do yeah, your burgling sure. or please go down go burgle, go burgle something yeah, I yeah. loved that oh another thing I really liked I liked this sort of the aesthetic differences between the different the three different trolls because, like, one mm. of them has big scary tusks mm-hmm. and stuff, and then the other two just sort of have silly little hats on. That's really funny. And no tusks. <laughs> Interesting. I liked that. Yeah. The troll um, scene is classic. Yeah. I mean, it doesn't get much better than that. Yeah. When, does Gandalf do the, the prank where he's, like, doing the troll voices, and they're, like, they think it's the other troll, and then they get mad at each other? I think so, yeah. Yeah. That's a lot so. of fun. Yeah. Um, and they go in the the troll cave and they find the troll swords. Although they're not actually troll swords, yeah, they make a big elf they make a big huff about that. They're not yeah, troll not swords. troll swords. You wouldn't want those. No, 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 no. Um, I have here. <laughs> Good thing Gandalf has a map revealing the location of the secret entrance as well as a key to the secret door. <laughs> it's like, really that's helpful. Really convenient. Thank yeah. you, Gandalf. I um, yeah, I love. That's so fun. It's yeah. so good. Yeah. Um great stuff yeah and so now they're going to see the elves right elrond who he reads the Maybe. little map he i think reads so the runes on the yes. map yes yeah um they get to a place called rivendale i thought they said riverdale got really <laughs> excited about it yeah uh, rivendale it was rivendale rivendale yeah as i mentioned audio similar, quality similar not, to yeah. riverdale yeah in a I lot of ways really excited um, and then I've just written in all caps downtown to Goblin Town with a hundred exclamation yeah. points after because yeah. that was easily my favorite part of the film. Amazing, amazing song. It was like, like just so incredible. Good. And the thing about I told you this the other day, but the thing about the songs that is amazing is that all the lyrics come from Tolkien. Like he wrote yeah. down down to Goblin Town, and he was like, "Yeah, this is my song," um, which I just think is great. Yeah, um, I did. One of my like original Hobbit memories in my life is listening to the audiobook at night uh, when I was like going to sleep 
and this part and I had never like heard it before and it's so they're like so they've they've climbed up all these mountains and it's like raining and they go to rest in this little cave mm-hmm. and they all go to sleep in the cave and then Bilbo falls asleep and he has a dream about the back of the cave like open cracking open and yeah. goblins creeping out and then he wakes up and it's real and that's that was like so scary for me mm-hmm. like I, but then so I was really scared of the goblins for so long and then when I finally, you know, decided, well, it's time to get over it, I heard Down Down to Goblin Town. And yeah. I was like, wait, it, these guys are pretty cool. These guys are so cool. Yeah. Um, amazing, amazing stuff. Yeah. It was like the highlight of the movie for yeah. me. There were a lot of highlights, but this was probably the top. It's so the good. tippy top. It and really um, so in the live action ones, there are, they do have some songs, mm. uh, but Down Down to Goblin Town is only in the extended edition oh. of the live action ones but you can you find it you can find it on YouTube. Well good. And I was watching it beforehand just to, you know, get excited. Yeah. And the uh the comments <laughs> I have I saved a few um comments that I really liked. Okay. So first I want to show you um sort of what the Goblin King in the Peter Jackson live action Hobbit looks like for the viewers at home I'm or listeners at home. Um just sort of google Goblin Hobbit King Peter Jackson, <laughs> and you'll get it. Yeah, this is what he Whoa. looks like. He's like a grotesque, disgusting, like he's all fat and droopy kind wow. of guy. Um, and so one of the main problems, in my opinion, with the uh, new Hobbit movies is that Peter Jackson went for this sort of like funny, goofy, like Marvel-style comedy kind of thing mm. where there's like fat guys and so forth. Sure. Um, kind of annoying. But the song is really good, and these are some of the comments on the video of The Goblin King that I really liked. This one is from The Bronf, and it looks like he has some sort of um, Lord of the Rings-style profile picture, and it's two years ago. And it says, I like this Goblin King. He isn't just, roar, I'm a big monster, I hit you hard. He's smart and funny. Wow. (laughs) So Very high praise from Bronf. From The Bronf. The Bronf. (laughs) Um, next comment is from Blizzard Stormer. Okay. One year ago. The song is as Tolkien wrote it. And Percy Jackson really brought it to its prime. <laughs> I like the instruments the goblins made and used. <laughs> Calling Peter Jackson Percy Jackson is yeah. amazing. Yeah. You're so right, Blizzard Stormer. And I also, the goblins are like making instruments out of bones, which I think is what he's referring to. Okay. And that's fun. That's I like that. Yeah, that is fun. Um, and then my final comment I'd like to share <laughs> um, is from Nigel Smedley. Cool. Cool name. Uh, and he has a nice selfie as his profile picture. Nice. And this is one year ago. Um, and he says, if I were captured by these goblins, I would ask to hear the song again. <laughs> and I got to say, Nigel. So would I. Me too. <laughs> um, and then shortly after they sing, they're they're in the goblin cave or mm-hmm. I don't wherever. Yeah. Um, some sort of cave populated with goblins and they're talking to the goblin king and they they're 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 trying to convince the goblin king that like we're not trying to hurt you we got lost which is the truth yeah yeah but then one of the other goblins is like that's not true look at this sword he has and he says his sword is called the goblin cleaver yeah that's his name really just an unfortunate coincidence oh my god it sucks when he picked it up yeah he didn't know it's the last sword you want to be carrying when you're trying to like just sort of 
Get away from the goblins exactly. in peace. It's you do just, not want to have uh, goblin cleaver. It was cleaver. a real bummer. Yeah. Um, just a really unfortunate kind yeah, of Yeah, just a tragic, tragic coincidence. Yeah. Causes they, a lot of trouble. Had, I don't know how I can explain this part in the audio format that mm-hmm. we have, but it just does sort of a close-up on the Goblin King right after they mm-hmm. say, like, Goblin mm-hmm. Cleaver, and he just screams. <laughs> he just starts, like, screaming. Yeah. Well, um, yeah. I, I, I understand, yeah. because if something was named after cleaving me... I wouldn't be too happy. Yeah. Gandalf does show up again because, as mentioned, he yeah. has to show up every 15 minutes to save their asses. Um, and he has he has a sword called, I believe it's called the Soul Hammer. Yeah, it could be. Um, <laughs> it might That might I be wrong. I don't think, at least in the book, that's not what it's called. Okay. Um, we can do a quick... That is what I heard yeah. and what I, w- I understood it to be. I would love if it was called that. It definitely had soul in it. Glam, glam drink. So that's the elvish name. Uh, faux hammer. Faux hammer. Faux hammer. Not the soul yep. hammer. Okay. Both I, good names. I think part of why I thought it was called the soul hammer, uh, soul hammer, other than the fact that my audio quality was not yeah. great, was when he hit him with it, it, it sort of looked like his soul was like kind yeah. of floating away. I love that. So I thought maybe this is a sword where if you hit somebody with it, their soul, <laughs> their soul sort of flutters leaves. away. Yeah, yeah, that would be nice. I thought I really did think that's what was happening. And then so all of the dwarves leave the cave except Bilbo. Yeah. He gets sucked down into the cave he and he ends up in the cave with Smeagol or whatever yeah. his name mm-hmm. is. What Gollum. Is his name? We can call him Gollum. <laughs> he was great. Um, Gollum's awesome. His voice acting was incredible. Yeah. That whole scene yeah. was great. Um, and they do their little riddles. Oh, yeah. I love... My favorite part about that scene is how it lasted about 25 minutes yeah, well, it's <laughs> of real time. Yeah, well, it's important. Yeah, it was important. I liked all the riddles. Uh, some of them were confusing to me. There was one... Like, a ri- the riddle was about, like, something about a box, and then the answer ended up being eggs. Yeah, it's... um. Wait, I know it. <laughs> I didn't really... Yeah. Um, a box without hinges, key or lid, and yet inside, golden treasure is hid. Right. And a creature. And a creature. <laughs> I, I would... I, I wouldn't classify an egg as a box, necessarily. That's why it's a riddle, I guess. But I guess... Yeah, I mean, he figured it out. Right, so he knew it. I'm just not a riddle riddles master. Um, And, of course, the important thing in this scene is that Bilbo... Finds the a ring. a little golden yes. ring. Yes. Uh, that he finds on the ground, which can make him invisible. Correct. Yeah, that was very exciting. Um, and then he escapes the cave and can't talk. We need to pause. I'm sorry. Oh, okay. <laughs> um... Just because I like I like Gollum and I like Bilbo. Yeah. Um, my fun fact about this: so in the original Hobbit first edition, okay, what happens is that Bilbo, um, like part of the riddle game is he's gonna win the ring from Gollum mm. if he and then use that to get out of Goblin Town. Um, that was in the original Hobbit, but then once Tolkien wrote Lord of the Rings and he knew the ring was sort of an extremely important element in that that has some sort of um evil powers he wanted it to be a little different and so what happens is bilbo steals it right from Gollum. he finds it and then he puts it in his pocket and then the final riddle is what's in my pocket right and, right which isn't really a riddle no not so um much. but then so tolkien's explanation for why the second edition of hobbit had a completely different scene in that place was um that the ring actually caused Bilbo in his original account to lie about what happened. Oh. Um, and so that's why in the first edition of the book, it's wrong. Wow. <laughs> Which I think is so cute. That is fun. Yeah. Um, and then the other important thing is that Bilbo like has this opportunity to sort of kill Gollum, right? 
mm-hmm. to sort of stab him through. Does right. that happen? Um, but but he then doesn't. he decides not to. Right. And in Lord of Ring, um, there's an important part where Gandalf says to Frodo that perhaps the mercy of Bilbo Baggins will save us all. And that's mm. what he's talking about. And it okay. makes it, I think it's nice and okay. cute. That is nice. Um, not really significant since you don't know no. what it's about. But it's fine maybe though. our listeners do. And I yeah. think it's nice. No, I... It is nice. Yeah, so he gets the ring. He gets the ring, he leaves the cave, and then he meets back up with the dwarves, and Gandalf is there this time. Yep. And uh, they're asking him, like, how did you escape? Like, how did the, how'd you get past the goblins? Mm-hmm. And he he's just like, oh, you know, like, whatever. Yeah. And Gandalf is like, he says, your story has the ring, <laughs> wink, wink, of truth. Oh it rings, God. wink, 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 true. Um, so he so knows what's going on. Right. I liked that though. That's I liked, really, really good. Yeah. And then he not only did it once, but twice. <laughs> yeah. Like, you got to drive it home, yeah, right? You had to make sure that he, <laughs> Bilbo got it. That's um, really good. I really liked That's that. That's really funny. Yeah. Um, and then they get, I think they get attacked by the goblins again. Yeah. So the goblins come chasing The goblins after come them. back. And then I was confused as to why Gandalf was climbing up a tree to get away from the goblins since I'm pretty sure he can like teleport. Um, he comes and goes as well. He does come and go. I don't think he can teleport, and he certainly couldn't teleport all of the dwarves and well, Bilbo with him. No, but just him himself, I was confused as to why. He, like, he's a wizard. I feel like he should yeah, have better... but he's better, a man of the people. I guess so. Um, they do, yeah, they climb the trees. Yeah. And then the birds save the them. Eagles. The eagles save them. Yeah. That's pretty cool scene. That's pretty awesome. Yeah, that was pretty awesome. Thank you, eagles. And then now uh, the, the Gandalf's like I have to go to a meeting, so yep, I, I gotta go. Bye. Oh, this is in this is the part where they've cut out a big chunk of the book. Oh, okay. Um, and I think you'll like this. The okay. uh, sort of encounter that they cut out is with this fellow named Bjorn, who is a large um, man mm-hmm. who can transform into a bear. I would like <laughs> yeah. that. Yeah. And so they. Um, <laughs> The Gandalf is like, oh, I know where we are, and I have a friend who lives nearby, and he can turn into a bear. He's kind of mean. He doesn't really like dwarves. Sure. Uh, but let's go see him, see if he'll help us out, because they don't have any food or anything, and they need some directions right. or whatever. Right. Um, and so they go, Gandalf finds Bjorn's house, and at first he and Bilbo go by themselves, and the dwarves stay behind. And he's like, Gandalf is telling the story of what's happened to them, and he keeps saying, like, and then me and a few of my friends, and then Bjorn is like, a few? But it's only you and the Hobbit. And then Gandalf is like, oh, yeah, there were some other guys. And then the the dwarves, like, come one at a time and join them, and he keeps increasing the number, and it's just cute and silly. That is cute and silly. Um, but then they Bjorn is like, yeah, sure, hang out. And they have dinner with him, and he has all, Bjorn has all these animal friends, uh, including dogs who walk only on their back feet Whoa. and, like, serve meals. That's crazy. <laughs> and little horses who do little tasks. Um, yeah, so they definitely should have kept that. Yeah. It's a great scene, but no, they do. They then they move on and yeah. they go to the forest. Um, and the sure. spider? Yes. Yeah, so Gandalf leaves and Bilbo's writing notes to him to be like, this is what happened mm-hmm. while you were gone. So yeah, he has to save them from the spider. I mm-hmm. think he has to save them from some elves. Yep. With crazy like Swedish accents or yeah. something. It could be literally any yeah. accent. I have yeah. no idea. Uh, it's crazy though. And right. Then, so this is when Bilbo sort of he takes on yeah. some responsibility. Yeah. He's like, he becomes well, the if leader. Gandalf isn't gonna help these guys, I guess I better. Yeah. And he has to save them again from because like I said, they could not get captured more often. Oh my god. If they, Constantly it, literally if captured. they tried. So yeah. He has to save them from all of the the you know the capturings. 
And which a, is made quite, you know, a bit easier by the fact that he has an invisibility ring. Definitely helpful. But, definitely. you know, still. Yeah. Fun thing about the spider, because there's a big mean spider in this. And there's there a big a mean couple. spider. Yeah. yeah. Leader spider. And yeah, there's yeah. a big mean spider in Lord of the Rings. And um, I was reading J.R.R. Tolkien's Wikipedia page prior to this. Sure. Um, and I found out that he was born in South Africa because his father had some kind of job there. And as a boy, he was bitten by a baboon spider. Oh, my God. Um, and people think that's why there are so many scary spiders in his books because he was like, that's that was bad. Interesting. I, that's scary. I no, like that, that. I mean, that makes sense. That yeah. tracks. That's the kind of thing that... That stays with you. Yeah, getting bit by a baboon, Baboons, a baboon, <laughs> baboon spider. spider. <laughs> That's crazy. Um, at, at a certain point, Bilbo names his sword Sting, I yes. think. Yeah, I think that's when he's with the spiders. Yeah, I liked that. I thought Cute that was a name. good name for it's a little, sword. Because he's just a little guy. Yeah. Um, and then I think, I don't know what happened at this point, but I kind of stopped writing notes until the very end of the movie, so I don't really have okay. much else. Um, but I can try to remember some of the things I liked. The... The barrels, they yeah. He right. hides them all in barrels to so they get captured by um, this sort of malicious set of elves who right. have a grudge against the dwarves. Right, and Bilbo doesn't get captured because of his ring. Right, uh, but he does manage to smuggle the dwarves out, each one riding in a little barrel, yes. and they like float down the river, which is yes. very cute. Yes, the um in the live action one, the the CGI in that scene, let's just say it's amazing. I'm sure it <laughs> really is. believable. Yeah, and they end up at a town populated mm-hmm. by just a bunch of guys. Yep, just regular old guys. Just regular old guys, and they then they go climbing up the mountain with the dragon. Yep, and some stuff happens, yeah. and then they get to the they find the secret entrance that mm-hmm. you know Gandalf told them the, exactly the where it is, and also had the key for it. Key. Yep. So they were able to get in there. They had to wait for like a bird to do something. Though. Yeah, there's like a whole thing about a special yeah. moon and when yeah, the thrush like knocks on Durin's day. Yeah. But long story short, they get the door open, mm-hmm. and then they're like, well, Bilbo, go in there. You're the burglar. You're it's the your burglar. Um, go burgle something. Mm-hmm. And he does. He goes in, and he he, t- he taunts the dragon for a while. He I'm really not, does. He like taunts him for quite some time. <laughs> and I mean, he is invisible, so he's... You know, he's not in that much immediate danger, but it's, but I mean, it's a big dragon. It's a big, scary dragon. And he's just a little guy. Yeah. And so he steals like one cup and then the dragon keeps asking, who are you? And mm-hmm. he comes up with this really great list of names. He's like, oh, yeah, I am the the lucky number, the barrel rider, yeah. the um, the uh, spider stinger or something yeah, like that. Yeah, he has um, a good list. There's a whole list. I should have written some of them down. I didn't. And does um, the dragon smog? Yeah. Does he have his like sort of laser eye situation? Yes. Very That's cool. Really fun. Very like, cool. Spotlights. Yeah. Um, and he thinks that Bilbo, because Bilbo is invisible and won't mm-hmm. tell him who he is. He assumes he's one of the, the guys who lives in that the town. Oh, yeah. He, he's like, oh, you're one of those guys. So he's like, well, now I'm going to go destroy your whole town because you woke me up and you stole my cup or whatever. Yeah. I hate when that happens. Yeah. Um, and Bilbo, right as he's about to leave, he takes the ring off his finger. Yeah. So the dragon yeah. sees him. And I'm like, I don't know why he did that. Yeah. Uh, but he did. And then. The bird has been in there with him the whole time that the bird just oh, decided yes. to like go in there. Mm-hmm. So the bird knows because while he was in there, he discovered Smog's secret weakness. He has one scale oh, right, missing right. on his chest. And so Bilbo is like, he tells the bird, he's like, go tell those guys who live in the town about Smog's weakness. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And the bird does. Naturally, because birds can do birds that kind of speak. thing. Yeah. And so the, you know, the guy, he, he 
one of the guys in the town is like yeah he, he learns from the bird what he has to do mm-hmm. and so he shoots him in the right in the, the spot right in the, right in the yeah right in the spot and he dies r.i.p smog yeah kind of sad great dragon he was really cool i liked his like fur yeah he had like fur yeah he's a he's a good dragon. dragon he was cool i liked his voice another mm-hmm. fun voice acting moment so then after that <laughs> it's kind of things get a little wild yeah. um because the whole like the been. whole the whole time you're like okay they're gonna go defeat the dragon defeat the dragon the dwarves are gonna win back their home and their special gold and jewels and so forth and then probably bilbo will just go home right right it's probably over right right right. but the the guys from the town do they have like a name so the town is called lake town right um and then the main guy is uh bard okay so Bard, then, mm-hmm. which who is the man who slayed the dragon? Yes. Yep. With crucial help from Bilbo, though, I yeah. will add, and the bird, I guess. Um, he he shows up to the top of the mountain. How he got up there so fast is beyond me. He got up there really fast. Yeah. Um, and so he's like, "Yo, I want some of the gold." Mm-hmm. And there, and Bilbo's like, yeah, "Of course you can have. Sure, the, man. Take yeah. all the gold for what I for all I care. I don't care. Like whatever." Um, but Thorin mm-hmm. is like, "No, this is our gold. Yeah, it's go my away." House. And then one of the elves shows up, too, mm-hmm. and he's, like, in his crazy accent. He's like, I want some gold, too. Mm-hmm. I'm not really sure why he thinks he's entitled to gold. He doesn't really, he didn't really do much. Yeah, but he, I think there's some debts owed Yeah, he, he thinks he owes, he, and yeah. Bilbo's like, yes, take the gold. Take it, for but sure. But again, Thorin is like, no, neither of you can have any gold. Yeah. So they erupt in a full-blown war. Yep. And Bilbo, yeah, they all start fighting, and Bilbo's like, I don't understand war, whatever yeah not really my business and then eventually the goblins show up again as if it wasn't already chaotic enough and so the other three armies are like well we have to band together Mm -hmm. against the goblins Mm -hmm. and at this point bilbo just gives up he's like i just don't understand this he takes off his armor and he just goes and sits (laughs) on a rock and he just waits for it to be over having a little rest yeah he just waits he's like i'm not i'm not involved with any of this anymore um and eventually they win it's quite quite brutal they like yeah. a lot of people actually die i was the, like oh like, my main god dwarves die yeah it's there's only sad. like six of them left yeah. at the end and thorin dies yeah him and bilbo have a nice little touching moment yeah yeah um, where they forgive is each he, other for their faults is thorin mean to bilbo in this one uh yeah at this yeah. P- not not at the end not at the, he, but like, at the beginning is he kind of nasty to him yeah yeah he's I, pretty nasty to him right up until he dies yeah, honestly that's sad um, that's just goes to show you should be nice you should always be nice the person who is making your number not luck not unlucky right. and who's burgling for you and you should be saving kind. you from spiders you'll regret and it if you if you die later and you weren't nice to him all exactly along. um so he dies and then bilbo goes back home yep with and gandalf right with gandalf yeah gandalf's just walking with him mm-hmm. and he's like why didn't you take more gold and bilbo's like eh, well, i didn't need it didn't really need it um but he saves the ring and he puts it on a special little box mm. on his mantle I bet nothing will come of no. that. No, yeah, Gandalf was definitely not, <laughs> you know, very mysterious about someday you'll find the true purpose of the ring or yeah. whatever it was that he and said. That was that's, that's all I remember. Um, yeah, yeah, pretty good. It was it's a not great very long, film. is it? How long no, is it was it? like an hour and twenty minutes mm-hmm. or something. Um, so that's interesting when you consider that uh, when Peter Jackson made it, it's three like two hour plus movie yeah yeah no that is kind of crazy yeah riveting stuff yeah i would love to see, i need to see them yeah i think now they're um, insanely long and yeah. pretty bad yeah um actually people because they're making a new 
Amazon Prime is making a new Lord of the Rings TV okay. show based on some of the like history of Middle Earth. And I've been seeing a lot of like obnoxious people on Twitter saying like, uh, now that the new Lord of the Rings show is coming out, people are going to try and say that the Hobbit movies were good. I hate them. Shut up. The Hobbit movies were good, in a way. Right. They weren't great. Like, the Lord of the Rings movies are actually really good. But the Hobbit movies are like, eh, whatever. Like, there's stuff that didn't need to be in there. Tolkien, like, all the dwarves are kind of hot, which is weird. Not all of them, but there's, like, a few hot dwarves. And it's yeah. like, uh, okay. kind of weird. And one of them has, like, a romance with an elf, which is also strange. Yeah, that's weird. Um, but fine, I guess. Why not with so a goblin or something? Yeah, that would Make be nice. It interesting. Um, apparently, like, some people have gone through the three movies and cut out all the, like, stuff that's not in the book and then put them back together as one movie, mm. which I think would probably be good. I'd like to see that sometime, but I haven't. Yeah, you should watch them probably, but I would say watch the real Lord of the Rings movies before you do that. Okay. Because they're really good. Okay. And it's like you don't want to watch anything bad before you get through all the good stuff. Right. Yeah. Um, Some t- Someday. Yeah. I, I will. You liked it, right? No, yeah, for great, sure. Great stuff. Um, I loved The Hobbit. 1997. 1977. 1977. Yeah, Hobbit is great. I love, I love Hobbit. I love Hobbit. Um, Bilbo is such a nice guy. Bilbo is one of the great characters yeah. of literature. Um, I think he's awesome. Yeah. And, yeah, I, did it leave you wondering about what, what might happen in Lord of the Rings? I would say so. Yeah. I wasn't... Um, I didn't quite understand the fact that it was like a precursor to lord of Uh the rings right so i wasn't really thinking about that yeah kind of but i definitely was intrigued by the ending you know it was Mm. i would say very uh, a bit of a cliff not a cliffhanger but it left you thinking it it makes you think it left for sure it definitely left me thinking um so yeah no i'm definitely curious yeah i'd love to see what's up with that crazy ring that crazy ring what's up with bilbo bilbo yeah bilbo is in the first Lord of the Rings movie, which is great. He does a really scary face at one point. Oh, no. Where he goes, like, and uh, his eyes get really big. Uh-oh. Um, his eyes are already so large in this film. Yeah. He's got such big, <laughs> right, beautiful right. eyes. Maybe it's a reference to um, Animated Hobbit. Maybe. Um, Probably. But otherwise, it's great. Great stuff. Frodo's great guy. Mm. Aragorn. Can't get enough of him. Um, Gandalf comes back in a big way. Which one is um the blonde guy? Blonde Orlando Bloom. Oh, that's Legolas. Legolas. He's Legolas. an elf. Okay. And he is in, if you watch live action Hobbit, he's in that. Oh. Because the the head elf, the guy who's like, I want some of this gold, please, that's his dad. Oh, wow. Yep. Cool. People like him, right? I think people like him. I was always more of an Aragorn person okay. myself. Well, we'll see what happens. Um, but Legolas it. is cool. He's friends with the dwarf, yeah. who is the son of one of the dwarves. They're wow. all connected, one yeah. of the dwarves in Hobbit. Yeah, so that's... Uh, 1977's The Hobbit. Mm-hmm. I mean, Hobbit. Hobbit. Um, would you call yourself a Hobbit head now? I probably would. That's awesome. Yeah. Happy to hear it. Yeah. All right, folks. Uh, we hope you enjoyed yeah. this episode. Yeah. Follow us on Instagram and Twitter at TalkyTalkyPod. And email us. Uh, how about you email us your favorite dwarf Ooh. in Hobbit? And also what you think is going to happen to the ring in Lord of the Rings. Yeah, what do you think's up with that crazy <laughs> ring? So you can email your answers to those questions to talkytalkypod at yeah. gmail.com. And we'll see you And we'll next see time. you next time. Bye. Love you. Bye. Bye.